It takes two to toxic. It takes two to toxic. It does. My hoe face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. Hey, but it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuckboy, and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, I've got the breakfast and 12 year old, and there's no... But sometimes I put, like, an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, but seriously? I can't... It's not like... 21 anymore it's 22 which isn't quite the same but we're on episode 22 for those of you who don't know i mean taylor swift right i'm feeling 22 (laughs) i am feeling 22 (laughs) except i'm also feeling like 45 because it's hospitality and it's christmas time yeah this is very true um welcome everybody hello we tend to start these episodes with random bullshit and i'm kind of digging it right we used to be better we used to do like the whole proper intro thing but now it's like Yes, brain dump. Here you go. This is what I feel like saying right now. <laughs> you know who you are. You, yep. you know you know who we are. Yep. You know where you are. You know what you're listening to. We don't mm-hmm. need to tell you. You're fine. You've got this. <laughs> well, if you've made it this far. Exactly. You've made it this far. You know what you're on about. Yeah. Welcome to OK But Seriously. Episode 22, Just Us Again. Yes. Standard procedure, yep. actually. This is um, – we joked before that this is the podcast episode that didn't want to be recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, in the events of trying to record this podcast episode, uh, we have had two guests cancel on us. Yes. Um, and the power go out. And the power went out and it's raining and the roads are flooding. And I came all the way down from Brisbane. We went to a house that had power and then the power came back on here. So then we were like, oh, fuck, we guess everything's like set up here. So we may as well just record here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so this is the podcast episode that didn't want to be recorded, so I hope it's good. So if anything goes horribly wrong from here on out, it was the universe trying to warn us. Yeah, it's not us. Um, we've been told and we have we have proceeded, so we're dumb fucks is basically the answer to <laughs> we that. We have proceeded with all the red flags, just <laughs> like most of my relationships. Yeah, standard procedure, seen yeah. the red flags, haven't done a thing about them. Well, it's, it's like the piercing in my nose, right? The little bull piercing, sees red flag, charges straight at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. You saying you're a bull? I'm saying I love red flags. You love red flags. Yeah. Um, the guy I'm seeing is colorblind, um, and that's his excuse. So apparently, you see your red flag. Apparently, all he's seeing right now is red flags. So that means I must be a green flag. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was his joke. He was like, "All I'm seeing is red flags. So you you must be like not red flags then, right? Because he does he sees through all colors differently. Interesting. Yeah. It's actually really funny to like joke with him about colours. Yep. It's fucking hilarious. It's the best thing in my life um, to make fun of him about colours. I like that you've gone to a point where you're like, yes, I like to joke about colours. Yeah, because you can't see them. It's <laughs> hilarious. Every day I'm like, every time I see him, I'm like, what colour am I wearing? And he's like, purple. And I'm like, nah, babe, it's red. <laughs> and he's like, purple. Um, all right. Well, we're going to do a little episode today on toxic relationships, but first, again, we haven't seen each other a week, so update me on your life. I've got a couple of things, actually, that happened as of recently, and more so, so when I get drunk, I tend to get annoyed at things, right? It's like my, I take my people suit off, and (laughs) I can no longer communicate in a nice manner with most people, because things get on my nerves too easily. Your fuse is just like... Very short. Yep. So we're out the other night. And um, and I obviously live with my boss and his mate, who I used to work with as well, 
um, does the whole, oh, so you and your boss, are you like a thing? Like, no. Don't, he's got a wife and kids, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there. So The oh, boss no, or no, the... No, 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 the, the dude that was The mate, me. okay. The mate. He's like, oh, so, uh, so if you're not together, you're going to let me hit that? <laughs> exactly. Um, what the and fuck I, no, is no, no, no. this? Like, And I was like, step up, circa 2004. Excuse me? And he's like, come on, just, just let me hit that. And I kid you not, we're on the balcony and we've all been drinking and it's some god-awful hour of the morning. And he's sitting across from me and persistently going, come on. I mean, you're not with him. Just let me hit that. We can just go right now. Just let me hit that. And just kept saying and saying it. And I was like, dude, one, what in the fuck world makes you think that that is the way you should be speaking to me right now? That's not a sentence. Just just let me hit that. Two, persistence is not key here. No. Don't be the guy that can't take no for an answer. And he consistently went, just, well, you're not with anyone just let me and i'm like sorry what nationality is he by chance um new zealand like maori new zealand yeah uh then i can kind of understand the phrasing i I was gonna say if you are not a rapper from the 90s you do not get to say just let me hit that it really got (laughs) under my skin that okay so your justification for going why won't you just let me fuck you is that i'm not taken yeah, like I'm single, owned. therefore I fuck you. Yeah, I need to be owned by something else for you not to just automatically assume you have a right to have sex with me. So one <laughs> thing that bugged me. The other thing that bugged me, speaking of nationalities, I said last week how people, it happens very often that people go, what nationality are you? And then they don't believe me when I tell them that I'm Australian and it's a topic of fucking conversation. Right. So we're at work and my head chef comes in. Um, and my head chef and this other head chef that I'd never met before and they were helping me run my event. I've come back in after running plates and plates of food and he goes, oh, what nationality are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. So, no, no, I'm Australian. He's like, yeah, but... And then I run more food, come back in. So it's obviously been the topic of conversation. The next thing <laughs> they say is, oh, but, like, but what's your, what's your heritage? Um, I don't know, a bit of... French, bit of English. I've gone, run more plates, come back in, and the other head chef's like, oh, what's your last name? Salisbury? And he's like, oh, it's not very French, but it's kind of English, isn't it? He's like, yeah, come back in later. He's like, you don't look Australian. Like, guys, (laughs) if only it's like you'd listen to the podcast when I specifically went, I fucking hate how people do this, and it's only ever men that do it. Don't ask me what nationality I am. I I don't understand why it has to be a topic of conversation. I also don't have an accent. Like, I could understand people asking, like, what nationality you are to relate or to understand an accent or anything like that like I work with a bunch of like Brazilians Americans Canadians like all that kind of stuff and like different like the Canadians and the Americans certain things like knowing which one of them they are kind of like helps you deal with them and stuff like I completely get that Mm. you don't have an accent you were clearly born and raised here what the fuck does it matter and it's it's, oh you look Australian that, that sounds like a you problem for one. And, and you don't look like still, a nice person. Why are we still having this conversation? Yeah. yeah. And, okay, while we're at it, I'd like to talk about another one of my uh, my situations at work. I, I said this to everyone. I think I'm just going to sit back and get some popcorn at this yeah, point. I don't yeah. even need to be here. So, Ooh. next level inappropriate. So, I work for a big company where, you know, they get sued but it doesn't actually go anywhere kind of thing. Um, Their lawyers are paid more than the entire entirety of their staff. That, yeah, yeah, That yeah. kind of company. Yeah. So, I've... Taking a selfie with one of the chefs, with one of the head chefs, who's like, oh, I want to send it to the other head chef. It would be funny, like, haha, I'm with Steph, blah, 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 while I'm at work. 
So these guys are very high up in the company, like kind of like CEO status for the whole big internet, like not international, but um, Australian national company. He's taking a selfie and I'm like giving him a kiss on the cheek and it's all cute and stuff. And let's call my boss here, the venue manager, let's call him Tom. Mm. For argument's sake. The response that that photo got was, oh, Tom's sloppy seconds. The one that you live with. The one that I live with. And I'm like, okay, first of all, incredibly inappropriate to say. Second of all, you are way too high up in this company to be saying that stuff about your staff. Also, the fact that they were comfortable saying that around it means that it's a topic of conversation and that it's been spoken about. Like it Mm -hmm. wouldn't – he wouldn't just say Tom's sloppy seconds if he – hadn't previously spoken to the other guy about the fact that you live with your boss and therefore everyone is assuming that you're sleeping with him. Exactly. And it's like, at what point do you think that's inappropriate? Uh, The whole thing. anything about my sex life. The whole of it is inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. And then basically to stomp out the achievements that I'm making in this company because you think that I'm just sleeping with my boss. So... That was my week. Just to clarify, are you sleeping? No, man. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean. I'm joking. Point, bro. <laughs> I'm joking. Relax. I'm like, if I was, it would be a different story. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah fucking yeah, right, justified. Yeah. But it's the fact that I'm not. Yeah. And I'm actually busy with something else on the coast. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not the only reason you come down here. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So Is that, that my week. That's your week? That's my week. My week has not had a positive impact on my life. How's your week been? Um, I've had a pretty, yeah, similar sort of week. Um, it's been raining like fucking crazy down here. Mm. Um, and I work on the beach, so that's caused a major issue for us because like half of our seating was not able to be used yes. <laughs> at all. Cause quiet? Not really. And then um, – an adjoining venue closed yesterday, so we got all of their customers as well. And we were like, mm, great. Yeah. <laughs> How good. Um, and then I left, so I didn't really care after that. But, yeah, no, that, so that kind of happened. Work's been a little fucked. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, obviously, been seeing my man a little. We went yes. three days without seeing each other. Oof. I know. And then it was supposed to be four days. But then I did a disgusting housewife thing. Um, so he works a nine to five, well, for argument's sake, let's say a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically how it works is one of the team has to be on call. They work yep. with like massive clients. One of the team has to be on call outside of business hours. So they take it in turns and this week was his turn. Um, and he got called into work. Well, he got a call at like seven o'clock ish on Friday. Like he finished work at three, gets a call at like seven, works through to 11 and then, like, same thing happened. I had to pick up, pick it back up on Saturday. Worked the whole day. Like, mm-hmm. worked the morning through to, like, three. He was fine. Um, went to training, like, the gym. Got a call while he was at the gym being, like, it's fucked again. Went home. Had to, like, sh- like pick it straight up and kept, kept working. Yeah. So, I'm at work this whole time. I had yeah. no idea any of this was happening. Yeah. I was on a 12-hour shift, like a 9 to 9. So, like, I had no idea any of this was happening. I finished work at 9 o'clock. I'm, like, running back to the car in the rain kind of thing. And he's calling me and he's, like, he's, like, oh, you know, like, I just, like, I'm tired because he usually goes to bed at, like, fucking 8.30, 9 o'clock. He's, like, I'm tired. I haven't even eaten, all that kind of stuff. And I was, like, it's 9 o'clock. You haven't eaten. You're going to need to go to bed. 
yeah, okay, I'll drive to Southport and cook you dinner. Mm-hmm. So I went home, like came here, picked up some stuff for me to have for dinner because he didn't have enough for both of us and no shops were open. Yeah. Drove to Southport, cooked him dinner, let him shower. Like he managed to clock off as I got there, let him shower while I cooked him dinner, sat and ate dinner with him on the couch and then I drove home and went back to work the next morning. Blowjobs? No. What? No. What kind of housewife are you if you don't cook dinner? Because it's not it's not that kind of relationship. Like Yeah, but you're the blowjob one. Yeah, we like <laughs> yeah, we watched Nightmare Before Christmas and got distracted. Mm-hmm. Um and it became the opposite of a nightmare <laughs> before Christmas. Standard stuff. Um but yeah, like it's not that kind of relationship. Like mm. we haven't it's not the leading thing. Last night he stayed over here. We just watched The Grinch on the couch. Can, can you see the thread of my Christmas movies at this point? Children's movies. Um, yeah, we watched The Grinch on the couch mm-hmm. and then just went to bed and it was nice. It's not really like a – yeah, the cooking him dinner was more, more important to him than if I had given him a blowjob, so. Why not both? Because it was 11 o'clock at night <laughs> and I was tired and so was he. <laughs> So yeah, right, right. No, you, you did a cute thing. I did a cute, cute thing, um, and then I wanted to bleh, everywhere, um, and I told him it's the only time I'm ever going to be a housewife. Like, yep. you better not get used to it. Yeah. Um, but speaking of him, funny story. I haven't told you this because I wanted to tell you this now. Um, so do you remember the first time he came up in the podcast? Yeah. How I said um, that he was the best he- head I've ever received. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> um, one of his friends found the podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So I there's too many messages, otherwise I'd go back and read you the exact messages. So his mate found the podcast. His mate's girlfriend listens to the podcast. Yep. Next thing I know, his phone is blowing up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's going on? And he was like, my mates have found the podcast. Um, and now I am being given the most clout in the history of all clout <laughs> because I had the, the, best, the best head, head I've ever she's ever received kind of yeah. thing. And then I'm sitting there going, "Fuck, what else did I say? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't want them to hear this. No, like, what's going on? I was yeah. like, "Don't go too far back because then you're going to hear some terrible stuff." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So all of his mates, um, were just blowing his ego up yeah, to yeah. no end. Yeah. Um, and then apparently we need to come up with a nickname for him as well because they don't like that I like that I have been like dicing around it. So Mr. Big was currently like Carrie yeah, Bradshaw, yeah, yeah. Mr. Big was currently the most popular. Yeah. Um, and then I can't even remember what the other one was, but yeah, so we need to come up with a you nickname. Like that. No, I like Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Yeah. Mr. Might Big. Might have to think on it. Find something that sticks. Well, that's I what I said it. to him. I was like, look, because he said that, like, making it officially wants to make a big deal out of it and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, there's your nickname once that happens. So, like, either do that or uh, come up with a nickname for yourself. Ultimatum. Fix the problem. Like, yes. <laughs> there is a fix. Nah. I'm not going to pressure him into it, but, yeah. like, we're pretty solid. So. <coughs> <coughs> if you're listening. <coughs> 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 well, nah, I'm happy with wh- how we are. We're, we we both know each other is in it, so yeah, it's nice. That it is does adorable. I don't need a label. It's my man who's not my man. Yeah, you know? it's adorable. I've um, so I've got another funny story for you. So, I've got a friend at work who recently right? started listening to the podcast. If you're there, I know you're listening on the way to work. Shout out! Thank you very much for the love and support. So he comes into the office and I'm at my desk doing all my emails, and he goes, "Steph, like what?" random question like out of nowhere he's like so 
if I was having sex with someone that made out with Miley Cyrus, have I made out with Miley Cyrus? And we debated this, right? <laughs> and I was like, random. And I didn't know what he was referring to here. Yeah. Like, super random. He's like, you know, because... And we kind of got on the discussion of, well, it takes seven years for all your cells to replace themselves. So, I mean, technically, if it's within the last seven years, you've kind of made out with Miley Cyrus because <laughs> a part of you is like... A part of hers in you is like, oh, yeah, right. He's like, nah, you're still fine with Dallas, hey? <laughs> Uh-huh. We had our podcast. Um, <laughs> got feedback, ladies and gentlemen. I can still use Dallas. <laughs> That's my feedback. No, because, because... Because you haven't theoretically made out with my dog. Yeah. Good. Well, my <laughs> vagina hasn't theoretically made out with your dog. And that I like that. That's his logic. That was just coming to the office, started my morning with, uh, sorry... Here's this analogy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, no, you're fine. And then, and then we established once I knew who was talking about is that Dallas is silicon, not cells in a sense. So Dallas doesn't hold on to bacteria for seven years like people do. So I have indeed not made out with your dog. That's my logic. Now, for those of you who don't know, at some point when I first moved in here, Dallas is my favorite vibrator. And Emily's dog stole Dallas, took it out to the backyard and, like, sensually licked it for fuck knows how long. <laughs> the best part of half an hour. <laughs> and, then, and then the debate was, can I still use her? So, yes, the vote is in. I can still use her. As long as you're happy with that. Yeah. I mean, you do yeah. you, Boo. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. Did I forget the p- favourite toy? Like <laughs> Favourite toy, discontinued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> discontinued. Can't buy another one. Glad that I can now use her again. So All you needed was one person who wasn't me to tell you it was okay. Yeah. And you've had that now. Yeah. So you're okay. Yeah. Justified. Justified. Interesting. Yes. Well, anyway, um, today's topic of the podcast is toxic relationships. It is. Um. It takes two to toxic. It takes two to toxic. It does. Well, and I wanted to bring this up because obviously my ex got very upset um, when we spoke on the podcast about what ended my relationship and stuff like that. You know, and and his logic in the middle of being upset was you only ever talk about me and what I did to this relationship and stuff like that. Um, But, you know, there's this factor, this factor, this factor, and this factor – that you failed to mention on the podcast. And it got me thinking. And I was like, you know what? It does take two to toxic. Yeah. Not saying that I was necessarily toxic, but I haven't given but that yeah, at all. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's necessarily – some some things we talk about will be um, toxic behaviours and toxic mm. relationships. However, I think the overarching message is the breakdown of a relationship, nine times out of ten, both parties have played – some sort of a part yes. in it. Yes. I think obviously with the exception of cheating and unsolicited well, unsolicited cheating yeah. kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I think why, for my relationship breakdowns, I can see the same. Like the, my long-term one anyway, I definitely – there was things that he did that triggered me, that made me do things, that made him do things, and then yeah. all of a sudden it comes to a head and you're like, well, fuck, this is done then. And now we've done it to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's probably about a, a differentiation for yours and, well, for this relationship, is it's not necessarily a toxic relationship, but there was definitely toxic behaviours going on. Yeah, and we kind of played each other to the point where it got so bad that we needed to break up. Yeah. Um, and one of my – so this had nothing to do with this person, but this actually just reminds me. The best thing I ever learned growing up 
was the first red flag you should see in a man, and my first boyfriend did this, was when they sit there and they tell you all their exes were crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, ding, 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 ding. first fucking red flag. If a man sits there and tells you that all his girl, ex-girlfriends are crazy, it's okay. Were they crazy or did you fucking drive them insane? Unless they, he sits there and tell you, tells you they were all crazy and all had dark hair and all were covered in tattoos and you're blonde and small so you don't count. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what I got recently. He was like, they were all crazy, but you were nothing like any of them. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's like, this might be obviously different in your sense, yeah. but in my sense, it was okay, cool, yeah. So, again, takes two to toxic. And that yeah. was a hard lesson that I learned with my first relationship. Yeah, so all of mm-hmm. his ex-girlfriends ex were toxic. Uh, apparently. Crazy. Apparently. And then, and then he, I'm, yeah, yeah, a year, yeah. I'm a year and a half into the relationship, and I was like, hmm. Feel like you are the common denominator. I'm going to just get <laughs> the fuck out a of this little one. bit. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, all right. So tell me, I guess, we'll start there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he got a little crappy pants about the fact that we talked about the shit things that he did on the podcast. We're talking um, most recent. Most ex, recent ex, yeah. yeah. Um, which, I mean, I still thought we were particularly polite. But anyway, disregard. My opinion doesn't count here. Um, what... Would you say are some of the big things that you did to lead him to that behaviour? Yeah. Um, and then I guess lead to the way that the relationship – because it didn't, it didn't break up suddenly. It yeah. just kind of slowly Slow fell apart. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we've had this conversation recently. It's like, yeah, okay, your, some of your behaviours might have been the big – reason like the cheating and stuff but it's what did I do that kind of led up to that you know back when we first started dating and we hadn't made it clear if we were sleeping with other people if we weren't but yet he got shitty if I was talking about sleeping with other people but he was still sleeping with other people and it was a big kind of gray area yeah and then second season when we were overseas um we'd had our first threesome together right yeah all fun and games totally all fun and games he walked into that threesome with me in the middle of a nightclub making out with this chick. I'm like, yep, you finished work, come over. This is going to happen tonight. Like just, you know. So there was that non, that grey area that wasn't defined because he came into it with me already making out with another girl. So at this point, it being second season, you guys are together. Yep. And this is going to sound like a bit of an attack and I'm very sorry. But um, had you sort of had the conversation already that he was okay with you making out? Because – well, yeah, you swing is, both ways, so that's where I that define the difference. Gray, there, this is that grayer for our entire relationship. I'd make out with women, not in front of him for him, kind of thing, but it would it was fun, and we kind yeah. of did that, and we played those games with each other, where he would flirt with other women, and I would flirt with other women, and it would be kind of who could get that woman first. Kind of, it, would, it was those little kind of games, but yeah. there was that gray area that would never defined what we were in that situation, and we thought yeah. our relationship was secure enough to handle it. And we talked about a threesome. I'm like, fine, yep, I'll go hunt for a threesome. Let you know when it's going to happen. So he's coming to this with us, making out. We're like, yeah, cool. All steam ahead. This is going to happen. Had our fun that evening. And then we all went out um, probably like a week and a half later. Mm. And at this point, this chick was now dating our boss. Yep. Um, and then we're all drinking and we're all at dinner. And her and I have disappeared to the girls' bathroom might have been on some extra substances that make you feel really lovey-dovey and sexual. So we've disappeared to the bathroom and we're pretty much borderline 
like just more than making out but not quite having sex yeah in the bathroom um we've probably gone for like 15 minutes <clears throat> got kicked out of the bathroom by security obviously standard procedure standard procedure and then my ex at the time got really shitty about it and again it was that lack of gray area and we didn't talk it through enough the whole that that wasn't okay and it so was in hindsight though so what was the conversation like, before or after before so well, that's the thing it's what like, it's gonna sound harsh but what made you think it was okay well the fact that he well one it was a threesome that we didn't know if we we're gonna have anymore it was fun it was games we hadn't talked about it and that was the problem mm. is that you know we made out before he even got there before the threesome happened and it was kind of like introducing her into our relationship and we hadn't had the conversation whether that was okay or not after that because we were still all in this weird kind of thruple thing. Right. Right? But we hadn't drawn the line in the sand of like, no, that's us playing with her, not you playing with her. Right. That was the grey area. And only after that did it become clear that that wasn't okay. See, I, I don't know. Like I'm – I don't see that too grey. Like – I, but I also have a very different, like, I'm very monogamous in the way that yeah. I operate. So, to me, I'm like, if you guys go out and both pick up a girl and have a threesome, then that's fair game. Like, it is mm. what it is. But, like, I think the minute that you go out alone, I think that's where it's like. But, mm. but we, were, we were all out together. I just disappeared to the bathroom. See, and this was the problem with the grey area because we didn't have the conversation whether that was okay or not. And it was after the fact that it was made obvious that it wasn't okay. So in that sense, I then damaged the security of our relationship. Yeah. By thinking that that was okay and we were playing games like that with each other. Um, and then when I was in Australia, when I was back home, the, I used to bartend at a strip club. Yeah. Lots of beautiful women. Fucking loved it. It was glorious. Um, but one night we went out together and one of the girls kissed me. Yeah. And I stopped it from happening. I was like, dude, I'm in a relationship. Yeah, it's been four months since I've seen my partner at this point, but this can't happen. Was honest about it, spoke to my ex about it, told him the truth, went, yeah, but pushed her away. Like, yeah, it happened, but yeah, wasn't intentional. Really upset him. He considers that cheating. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't quite get there in time, but it did. I did stop it. Um, and then not too long after that, obviously I was quite insecure that he would fall into other vaginas because he had a history of doing that. Yeah. Um, so I suggested an open relationship purely because I didn't want to go to sleep at night thinking that he was doing that. I wanted to tell him that it was okay because I didn't want to get cheated on. But did you also think that potentially part of it was because you enjoyed the fun that was kind of happening with the girls as well? Not at all because at that point I didn't want to sleep with anyone else. I was so head over heels for this man. The only mm. reason I suggested an open relationship is I was struggling to sleep at night, thinking that he was sleeping with other people. Do you think it was a retaliation to the girls or it's because you said it upset him? But did you think he was going to retaliate? No, I can't remember exactly in which chronological order that it yeah. happened. It was in a couple of weeks of each other anyway, but I yeah. don't know, chicken or egg. But, um, but yeah, so there was that. And then before we went on holiday together, I found out that not too long after that conversation – he did, in fact, sleep with someone else. He shut me down with the whole open idea thing, yeah. open relationship thing. He's like, nah, nah, how could you do that? means you don't love me, means we're not insecure enough, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
my reasoning was, yeah, but I just want you to be able to do you. And I just want to go to sleep and I knowing that if you do you, you tell me about it because it's okay yeah. in our relationship. Um, but no, it wasn't. We drew the line. We are not having an open relationship. But that in turn made him insecure enough that he sought that validation elsewhere. So you guys were just – you guys were both terrified that each other was cheating on each other. So you were both – you both ended up kind of – well, he ended up straight up cheating and you ended up – well, in a we don't know the chron- chronological order, but you ended up kind of in a weird situation as well because you yeah. were both so anxious about – yeah, you you suggested an open relationship you didn't necessarily want because yeah. you thought that he was going to cheat on you anyway. Yeah. And then he was insecure about thinking you wanted to cheat on him. Yeah. So that's why you suggested it. So then he went and did it anyway. Yeah. Right. Sounds fun. Yeah, but it takes two to toxic, right? Monogamy, everybody. Yeah, it takes two to toxic. I'm sticking to monogamy forever. And and I wouldn't say it was necessarily toxic behaviour, but we just drove each other downhill. But those kind of games, like, yeah, they work for some people and, yeah, they work for the short term, I think. But I think in the long term, like, they don't don't work. Like, you can't – you know, what, we're two years in at this point, second season? So we're two years in at this point. I – I'm a little bit old school in the sense that, like, I don't feel the need. Mm. I'm I'm cool with my one guy. I'm happy. Yeah. Like, I'm a one one man woman. Yeah. Um. But I I think there is room for swinging and playing those games, and I think it is very early in the relationship, mm-hmm. or when you're in your eighties and you like but kind of thing. Like to me, consistently doing it, there's like you've got to look at the foundations of the relationship. Yeah. Then do you not? Like, if you need that sort of stuff. To stay entertained, would you be better off just not in it? But this is the thing, right? And this is – I had this conversation with him the other day. It was this whole idea of monogamy that I've now thrown out the window. I was not like this before we were together. And mm. I kind of had a good hard think. I'm like, am I actually like that? Do I want that kind of relationship? Or did I strive for that kind of relationship and tell myself that that's what I wanted because that's what he enforced? So and, I, and I didn't want to lose him, but I didn't want to seem clingy, so I let him do whatever he wanted and in turn told myself that that's what I wanted. See, that's your first red flag right there. If you had to change your behaviour and what you wanted, then it was like it – to me that doesn't seem – it doesn't seem like a good start. <laughs> well, and now I'm having a bit of an existential crisis because I'm like, am I the kind of person that wants to be able to do whatever she wants and have an open relationship, which I tell myself that I want now – or do I actually want that wonderful, adorable, monogamous relationship that I used to want before this relationship? Now I, I feel like I don't know can who I, answer I am your, anymore. Can I answer your question for you? Yeah. Since you've broken up, how many people have you slept with? One. There you go. There's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Just telling you right there. Like when I broke up with my ex – I flew through the fuckers. Like, my numbers, <laughs> my numbers, like, base, I was basically just, like, a fucking punching bag. Yeah. Like, for flew balls. through them for, for balls, yeah. yes. The fact that you have now, like, what are we, four and five months? Four or five months, yeah. yeah. In four or five months, I, I was at, like, ten. Yep. You're at one. Yep. This tells me you don't want an open relationship. And I'm the queen of monogamy. So if I manage to be, like... 
fucking dicks galore. But that's and you're out here only having slept with one person that you're just fucking around with. Yeah. You absolutely should have slept with more people. If no. you're, if that's if that's how you are innately. But it's not. You should be slutting around it's more. It's not necessarily about me. I don't sleep around because I know most will disappoint me because of my certain flavor of sex that I tend to like. Right. I go. How's that most, working out? <laughs> most will upset me, so I'm not gonna bother wasting my time with like vanilla bean sex. Um, but you know, with with this guy that I've slept with, you know, he has slept with other people since, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And I know we're not anything, and we can't get all sandboxy with each other because we're not anything. We are just sleeping with each other. But it's that concept of, yeah, babe, do whatever you want. Yeah, but, like... I don't know. You're yeah. not doing whatever you want. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, don't, like, I just don't feel the need to. <laughs> exactly. This is my point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> once I... And then we'll, we will touch on toxic dating habits because I have a lot of those. Yeah. But once I found my standards and found what I wanted and it found me. I literally, I, the other day, so the other day at work, funny story. um, I have started, so I'm a bartender behind the bar, working in a dispense bar. I don't talk to people. Excellent. Except Friday, Saturday nights, I've started to run drinks to tables. Yeah. Just to help the guys on the floor out and to get a few more hours. Also 12 hour shifts in that bar is fucking painful anyway so friday night i run a drink to a group of boys run drinks to a group of boys i couldn't reach one of them because he was kind of like sitting in the corner Mm -hmm. so i couldn't reach him to put it like put it down silver service wise kind of thing yeah so i asked the guy that i could reach i asked him to pass it across if he didn't mind they were young guys i wasn't worried about anything kind of thing and i was like oh do you mind passing it across i'm tiny and he looks up at me he winks at me and he's like thanks tiny with that kind of like whatever. And then every time I went over, he was like, hey, Tiny, how you doing? Kind no. of like flirting with me. Yeah. And I was like, get the fuck off. Like, I am not your property. I am spoken for. Starts if he was here, <laughs> like, I was like, get out of my face. Get out of my face. Like, Bad kitty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if he was here, he would be mad at you right now. Like, if only you knew. But not in, like, not in a matter of like, I think he... Mr. Big owns me in a matter of I'm so fucking tunnel vision now. Like yeah. you could literally let's go with the running joke. Nathan Cleary could walk into this room right now <laughs> and drop his pants. And I'd be like, yeah, nice try. Yeah. We've moved on. <laughs> we've moved yeah. on we're bigger and better things. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like you kind of, when you're satisfied, mm-hmm. you'd go tunnel vision and yeah. you've almost done that. Yeah. That's a relationship move. Not saying that you want a relationship. I'm just saying you may not be the slut aroundy kind of girl that you think you are. And yeah. maybe you're just telling yourself you're okay with – well, maybe you're okay with this guy sleeping mm. with people because you don't actually have feelings for him. If it came down to someone you actually had feelings for, I don't think you would want them doing that. Yeah. Like, I don't think you would. And I think it, it has caused so much anxiety within you over the years – and even the last five months you've been out of it, I think it's still caused you anxiety because now you're like, fuck, I didn't actually want any of this. Yeah. And I'm part of the reason that it kept happening because I let myself think that I did. Yeah, and I let myself think that – and it's the part – it's the point where I pushed for a relationship so hard because I was so sick of him sleeping with other people early on. Push for it, push for it. It eventually happened. I got what I wanted – 
And then and you I, went and gave him permission to do the thing. That yeah, and I got that dedication and that love and that security. But at that point, I was then so insecure that I thought that it wouldn't work unless I gave him that freedom. Yeah, see that, no. Red, red flags, red, what's bigger than a flag? Red fucking... Fucking sailboat. Yeah, <laughs> red sailboat. And that's, and that's what I mean. It's like with the whole it takes two to toxic. It's like, yeah, it might not have necessarily been toxic behaviour, but I had a big part to play in that because I didn't draw the line in the sand. I didn't go, cool, now you're mine. Yeah. You're not and allowed to do that anymore. You sh- yeah. And if that was... Obviously, it works for some people, but I don't think it worked for you in the end. Yeah. I don't think that's something that you necessarily wanted. Yeah. And it was, it was also so I... Um, in fairness, I didn't do a lot necessarily to make him secure in my relationship because I worked as a host, a bottle service girl in yeah. Canada. Your job is literally to flirt with groups of people and serve them like $400 worth of alcohol, like bottles and stuff. Yeah. So you spend all night partying with them. You drink with them, you party, they pay you a lot of money, you get tipped really well. And obviously the more flirty, the more sexual you get tipped a lot. Don't get me wrong, never did anything. But we worked yeah. in this. Me and my partner worked in the same nightclub. So we, he would be there all night watching me party with these groups of men and, and you know, and it, it was fine because all the girls did it and that was your job. Yeah. You got paid to look pretty, wear heels, make people drunk and earn a lot of money. Yeah. But it's the part that maybe I didn't do enough behind doors to make him secure enough in my relationship. To make him feel like it was just work. Yeah, to go, that's who you see there, but that's not what this is. Yeah. That was me bringing home the bacon. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. I think that there's um, there's definitely a line to draw there. And it's the same as, like, you know, if um, if you were, like, to do an OnlyFans or whatever in a relationship, I think that there's a lot of work you'd have to put in behind the scenes to be like this. Yeah, this is money, babe. This is me making money. Yeah, and that's what it is. And it's a conversation before, and it's a, like it's yeah, it's your life and it's your job. But you know, potentially, it should have been a conversation before to make sure that he's okay with it. Draw the lines. Draw the rules with my ex. That is my worst ex. Um, we both worked together and part of we, – we flirted for tips as well. And we yeah. said when we started dating, we're not going to stop flirting with customers for mm-hmm. tips. And we both did it and it got to a point where we started – would, like, flirt with customers but, like, also use each other to flirt with customers and get yeah. tips. Like, yeah. they – like, say, an old guy would be, like – would be, like, something about – your boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah, he's there. What do you, like, what about him kind of thing? Yeah. So, like, it got to a point with that, but we had the conversation before it became an issue. And I think yeah. potentially that's where everything fell down here is a lot of conversations could have... Well, we had... This is the thing, is that we had the conversations, but we were lying to ourselves when we had the conversations. The conversations weren't what we really felt. Both of us were making adjustments to our belief system to tell the other person that it was okay. Yeah. We were both doing that, which is what really fucking failed our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you've realised it now and he can be happy. not clarity. Yeah, he can (laughs) sleep at night knowing the the world knows you're an asshole too. Yeah, and I am an asshole too because, you know, I – and a lot of it was, you know, the boy had a lot of bravado and I was – selfish to the point where I was like, I know you're insecure, but you show me that you're secure, so I'm going to choose to believe that you're secure. Yeah. And I didn't give him the love and affection behind closed doors that I needed to, and I see that now. 
Yeah. Well, there you go. That sounds like a public apology to me. That was a public apology. So now we're done. Line in the sand. The all line's over. in the sand. It's although, all over. Although I'll admit, this morning when I was doing my makeup, I had like a gut. I'm like, I miss him. Ew. I know. I know. Ew. I don't need a lecture. I'm not going to go back to him, but I'm just putting it out there and it felt really good to say out loud. I'm not giving you a lecture, but I'm looking at you. That's all you need it, right now. The, the look on my face if you says enough. see this, the look says enough. She's burning a fucking hole into my soul. I'm not Stop even. It. I'm just, like, confused. I I'm, don't know what it was. I just, I, I miss what we were, but now I talk about it and I'm like, it just wasn't working anymore. What you were? You were a fucking mess. <laughs> you just told me That's that. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you sadistic fuck. <laughs> But, um, but we thought we were good, you know. You're, you're, the inside why don't you just find mess. good instead? And this is the thing: it's like we were Whistler's best couple. We were f- every the whole town knew about me and him, and we were because the whole town didn't know about the other fucked up shit. That's what I mean. It's like behind closed doors, we were not okay. And most good couples aren't. Look at Brangelina. But still, this like, is why I want to be an actor. I'm really good at this shit. Yeah, but making it this all, doesn't all make it okay. I know. Oh, this is stressing me out. Oh, so tell me about your toxic dating traits, please. And I thank was going to move that on anyway because I was like, this is stressing me out now and yeah. I'm going to fucking lecture you again. Um, oh, I just – I jokes have been made about me that my type is not good for me. Um, your type is wanker. Wanker, yeah. yes. Standard. It's correct. So I think for a period there when I wasn't – ready necessarily for a relationship I thought I was because I don't I don't do casual I'm not good at it I don't like sharing yeah Mrs. Monogamy yeah Mrs. Monogamy over here I'm not gonna just fuck someone like I would I will do one night stands or I will do relationships I will not do anything in between between. yes because I'm smart enough to know that I'm not I'm not going to cope well with that the one time that I accidentally ended up in a situation ship it almost killed me yeah like no not okay um, yeah, but what about your fuck buddy? That's the exception, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I had to call him off the other day. He sent me uh, um, the his mating call is the um, sends you a photo of a big car. Working on big cars. He's a mechanic. I don't know if I've. I think I've probably yeah, definitely mentioned yeah. this before. Um, so yeah, he sent me a photo of a big car, and I got a photo of a big car the other day, and I was like are you trying to get my attention? And he was like, yes, is it working? And I was like, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> and then three, Thank you next. Then like three days later, he messaged me and he's like, because I tagged my man in a couple of things on Instagram. And he was like, wait, wait, are you seeing someone? And I was like, duh, idiot. Like, otherwise we would have gotten laid. Otherwise like, I would have fucked you, dummy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but not all uh, not all smarts, that boy. But, yes, yeah, so um, he's the exception. I don't know. I think it was because it was very – You guys es- like platonic fucks. You didn't even Yeah, we established very early on that we were really, really good friends. Yeah. Um, and we still are really good friends. And Mr. Big knows about him. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, look, he's still one of my friends. If you feel uncomfortable with that, like that's a conversation I guess we can have. Mm-hmm. But he's still one of my friends. Yeah. Um so maybe that's the exception to the rule. Um, I don't get me wrong. I did have my moments where if I knew he was fucking other people, I probably would have been like, that's weird. But like, I never knew. Yeah. So it was okay. Um, but yeah, like, I guess that's certain things that I would do in with dating. Like if I had anything semi good, I would find a reason to make it bad. Or um, if I 
I was going for guys that I knew weren't going to be end game. Like yeah. I had certain things that I wanted um, in a relationship, in a, in a partner, and I just continuously went for guys that I knew, like different things. Like one guy was from the country and I'm very much a – I'm not a city girl but I'm a materialistic girl yeah. and there's a very stark difference there. Or, you know, I wanted – um, to be with someone would drive and then I'd go for someone who had works none. works at a bar and yeah. hadn't studied yeah. kind of thing. Like, which if you want to manage a bar, that's all good and well to do. But, yeah. like, they didn't have the drive or, you know, there's, there was all these different reasons. Or Casper is a prime example. I kept going yes. back to Casper because I knew it was, like, I'm sure I knew, knew it, it was, was never going to happen. Like. Yeah. That seems to be a thing that I did. And now that it's so easy and it's just, like, comfortable and everything's okay, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? This is strange. But it's almost like I wasn't ready and now I am. And now I'm like, okay, no, I'm – or you can go the other way and be like, I was ready but – I knew he was coming subconsciously and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Like my – my, I think I self-sabotaged a lot. Yeah. Like in terms of I think I just continuously went for guys and put myself in situations that I knew weren't going to end well. Yeah. Um, I'm a big person, like big visualizer. Like I need to be able to visualize things. Yeah. And – this is the first guy that I can actually visualize the future and him in it. Like before, I've very easily been able to visualize a future without them in it. Yep. <laughs> Whereas this one, not so much. I'm like, this just seems like he's going to be around for a little while. But um, yeah, I think that's kind of like it. And then, you know, we talked about it. Um, old mate that I slept with a couple of months ago that said that thing about the the mansions yeah Yeah, yeah, he's like that's a four million dollar house I'm gonna own it one day and that kind of clicked something in me and I was like hang on a second there are guys out there that want this and And have the drive have the drive and have have all of the things so it kind of clicked my brain into gear like why am I settling for these dumb idiots like why am I going for the ones that I know aren't going to be end game for me and I know aren't like it's just going to end up in a breakup if it goes anywhere or it's going to end up with them hurting me or me hurting them or like something that we don't want. Yeah. So I took the step back and stopped dating and then surprise. It's always the fucking way. <laughs> fucking surprise. Always Melbourne shows up. Um, but he also said that I came six months too early. So, I mean, he came six months too late. I came six months too early. <laughs> we met in the middle. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's probably my big thing is I think I – just because I've been single for the bulk of a couple of years. Obviously, my relationship breakdown, my big one, I cannot 100% tell you all of the things that I did in that relationship to make it. But more so in the sense of like, I did things and he did things and I did things and he did things and like kind of back and forth and then all of a sudden it just exploded. Yeah. But that's more little manipulative, like not necessarily even manipulative, but like little behaviours, not so much like yours where it's involving other people and all that kind of stuff just like little you know me constantly hassling him to do something with his life and then him (laughs) not doing something with his life and then me 
freaking out and then him all of a sudden freaking out that I'm doing something with it with my life and he is left behind and that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's probably me. I actually picked up on one of my toxic traits the other day. Yeah. And I realized and I realized that I was doing this at the end of my actual relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've now discovered that a real toxic trait is when I close off to people, like obviously I'm very empty inside right now emotionally, so I'm closing myself off to a lot of people. Yeah. But when I do that and people start to have feelings for me, I encourage them to go sleep with other people. I've done it. Did you encourage me to? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but honestly, it's it's like the people that are trying to become a part of my life and are trying to get close to me, I'm subconsciously encouraging yeah. them. I'm like keeping them at an arm's length. You know, and I was, I'm doing it with a, a close friend of mine. I'm doing it with a person that I'm enjoying cuddles with at the moment, you know, and it's the, it's, and it was the, the close friend of mine that, fucking got up in arms he's like no I don't want it I like hanging out with you yeah like there's nothing going on but I know like I told you that I didn't want anything to do with that stop telling me because he's got this chick that's kind of hanging around yeah with someone he used to see um and she kind of wants back in because she's still in love with him and blah blah yeah. blah and so she keeps hitting him up and we were out and we we're drinking and I'm like just just do it just why just go do it yeah. And he got really fucking mad at me. He's like, I told you I don't want that. Stop enforcing that on me. And I realized that I was doing it at the end of my relationship as well. Mm. Back when my ex and I were no longer really sleeping together. And I was like, why don't you just go do something else? Yeah. And then come back to bed with me. I think that's a double part of though. I think so there's also the, there's the side of it that's like encouraging them to sleep with other people because they have a relationship with you. But then I also think you're a very sexual person mm. and a lot of people aren't quite as sexual because you do it to me as well where you'll be like, sex life, sex life, sex life. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm doing other things. You know, considering I don't sleep with a lot of people, I'm a very sexual person. Isn't that strange? But you're the, <sighs> like a closet sexual person. I was going to say, I don't know how to say this without them making you – without it sounding terrible because I don't mean it terribly but like it's it's one of the things that's in the forefront of your mind yeah like it's a lot closer to the front of your mind than it is for a lot of other people but I just like living vicariously through other people because I don't necessarily do you have a penis that is rock solid at all at all times (laughs) like that is what I want to know that is what I'm asking you here if I was a guy like I would just be on the forefront but I'm but I don't even want to necessarily fuck all the time I just like the idea of it yeah, see, but that's what I mean. Like, maybe, pr- like, a little bit of, not advice, but, like, a food for thought would be, like, when these things happen, maybe maybe you don't just need to tell people to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just go fuck something else? Yeah. Why don't you just go fuck? Like, because, you, you, yeah, you do it to me yeah. as well. You're, like, <laughs> before, well, even with Mr. Big, I, I just keep going to say his name. Um, yeah. Yeah, even with him, you're like, how many times you fucked? Like, well, you did it to me before. I was yeah. like, I was like, when I cooked him dinner, and you're like, blowjobs, and I was like, no, <laughs> not, no, like, I'm sorry. that wasn't the intention of the thing. But like, that's what I mean. Is it's, it's possibly closer to the front of your mind than it is for other people. So maybe you just need to breathe and just be like, wait, what set. are they trying to achieve from what they're telling me? Yeah, uh, do they want to fuck? Probably but not. That's, that's what I mean. It's like I feel like it's a part of. It's like, oh, this person kind of likes me. Oh, there is potential there for me to like them. 
why don't you go play with something else for a while and I'm going to just take a step back because I'm so closed off and I just want to keep people kind of at an arm's Yeah, but what if they just want to be friends with you, bruh? Like, what if they just want to be friends in general with people? What if they don't want to fuck right now? Like, you know, there's a possibility that that's there too. And it's also like you're only fucking one guy. Mm. You told him to fuck other people. Yeah. But you're not fucking other people. Yeah, but we've had the conversation that it would be okay if I was, just because I'm not. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, you default to something that you're not doing yourself. But again, I think I default to that particular thing because of my past relationship. I think that is a toxic trait that I picked up from my past relationship. Right. So that's what we're getting at here is that it's trauma. Damage. Yeah. It's baggage. Yeah. It's baggage. Here's my collection of suitcases. Full of my shit. Full of your baggage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy baggage tags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need a whole fucking plane just for your baggage. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was made apparent to me the other day. So that I've now discovered is another one of my toxic traits. Mine is probably I cling too quickly. Mm-hmm. Not cling too quickly, but like I go tunnel vision yeah. like straight away. Um, I'm loyal before I need to be. Yeah. It's probably a good way to put it. Um. And that has served me well at times and has served me terribly at other times in terms of me getting hurt. It's not yeah. toxic in the sense of it does anything to the relationship. Sometimes it freaks guys out, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, um, But they're not the right guys. Yeah. Um, and I had that conversation previously. It was like a lot of the time I do freak out with chicks, but somehow I haven't freaked out with you and I'm okay with it. So I guess we're okay. And I was like, okay, cool. Um but, yeah, I think that's my toxic trait in terms of my own positioning in a yeah. dating scene is, like, yeah, I, I'm loyal before I need to be and, therefore, when they do something that they're probably well within their right to do, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I thought we were – wait, we weren't. But what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a good female thing, though. Like, I did, that, I did that at the start of my relationship as well when I was like, excuse you. We're sleeping together. What the fuck do you think you're doing? Yeah, but I think it's also possibly like biology in a way. Like biologically women are are designed to find a mate and make children. Yeah. And like all the pheromones are telling us to do that. Men Men are designed to breed. To fuck anything with a fucking heartbeat. Put as much semen in as many vaginas as possible and create as many children as they can. Like that's – we can forgive them for that because I – yeah, I think it's – Partially biology and partially like a, to- a not a toxic trait. This is, yeah, we'll go toxic trait. Yeah, of mine that I just I'm like I love you now. This is how this happens, like kind of thing. <laughs> and I'm like I don't though. I really yeah, like, I don't. But why did I just say that? Yeah, what I is really couldn't give a fuck. But like I kind of like I'm mad at you right now. What? It's kind of like when my loins tickle when I see a really cute child, but I don't actually want children. I'm like body, stop it, <laughs> relax. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you relax? Yeah, no, can't relate. My loins, <laughs> my loins don't tickle when I see a child, and I do want children. So and yet, every time I hear a child scream, I can feel my tubes tying themselves. So <laughs> like a know. fucking cherry, yeah. like the, the like the stalk of a cherry. They're just yeah. going whoop bye. <laughs> I was about to, nah, nah, nope, not gonna say it. What I think I'm thinking, what you're thinking, B one, and don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> not say it. Don't say it. What was that about the best head in the world? Out there? No, don't say it. Nobody needs to visualise that. And now I'm visualising it. Stop. Oh. 
Listeners, if you're visualising that, we're very sorry. Moving on. Um, I don't really – that's kind of literally all we were going to talk about. Well, we were going to talk a little bit about um, examples of toxic scenarios as well, I guess. Um, Yep. So, guys who aren't good for you, this one. Going for fuckboys, like, come on, ladies, including me. Circa pre Lady. November seventeenth. Um, yeah, nah. Football players, nah. Fellow bartenders, nah. nah. <laughs> Anyone who works in hospitality, nah. Don't shit where you eat. Uh, just in general, and yep. that leads me on to to toxic example situ- situation example. Fuck me, words again. Let me try again in English. Yes. Toxic. Situation example number two, mm-hmm. management and staff. Yes. It's a two to tango. Staff sleeping with management to get their way up the ladder. Management, management taking, taking advantage of yep. staff. Yep. Fuck you all. Stop doing it. No wonder your lives are miserable. The fact that, and, you know, my current situation excluded because I'm obviously living with my boss and we're just good friends. But there are... And not good friends that fuck, just to clarify. Yeah, just good friends. And, um, but other people very high up in my company flirt with me constantly, nonstop. Not going to fuck you, mate. To, to the point where it was literally only like a week and a half ago that I learned that both of them are married. And in fairness, they say some pretty inappropriate shit to me. And, you know, we've flirted and whatever. I flirt back. It's all fun and games. Yep. Until one of them, I realised, has two children and a wife. The other one has a child and a wife. And I'm like, what? But why you do these things? And that's what it's Well, I was in that situation too where I was flirting with someone, didn't realise I had a girlfriend for like two months. Yeah. And then they, I found out about the girlfriend and then they continued to flirt. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, and I kind of feel like it's been my entire life when, you know, there was a point, and I'll never forget this person saying this to me. So he was a manager at my work and this is back when I worked in retail. I was 17. I'd worked there since I was 15, 16. So mm. I was a child. Yeah. Straight off the bat, I was a fucking child. And this dude was like 45, again, married, had a couple of kids, flirted with me all the time, made me feel uncomfortable. But I, it's to the point where you're like, you're young, you're naive. Yeah. Like, Ooh, an older man's flirting with me, blah, blah, blah. Really, they're just a seedy older man. Um, and I turned 18 in nine days and I made that comment. He's like, oh, so I've only got nine days to sleep with you then before it's no fun anymore. Was he a member of the church? <laughs> no, he was a manager at my and I'm like, and I feel like my entire life I have dealt with, and most women would have dealt with, men in management roles using their power to try and get in your pants. I had that not a manager, but like a customer, a regular customer at a place I worked when I turned 18. Um, and he found out that I turned 18. Um, he was like, fuck, I thought you were a lot older than that. I've been trying to sleep with you for the past few months. And I was like, well, first of all, you weren't doing very well at it because I didn't know. I didn't um, even realise. Yeah, yeah, and also that would never happen. Um, second of all, ew. Like, I have a baby face now. Yeah. I'm 23 and I look like I'm fucking 15. Yeah. At 18, I looked like a 12-year-old. Like, yeah. what? how old did you think I was? Yeah. Yes, I carry myself like I'm older, but I still look like a child. Yeah. Regardless, you're a 45-year-old man. If I look like I'm in my 20s, chances are not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. 
Still taking advantage, you dumb mm-hmm. fuck. Also, you were not nearly rich enough for that, which leads me on to scenario number three. <laughs> um, dating for money. Yeah. For money. Like, let's clarify. Not dating someone with money. There's a difference. Dating them for their money. Nah, I got one. So my ex-best friend, right? Not naming names here, but she had your name. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> tiny what <laughs> tiny um who, who i had been best friends for years and years and years so i'm still good friends with her ex and we were all kind of like so this was mates of my like housemate with my ex kind of thing so we all kind of dated each other that was incestuous delightful yeah so i'm still friends with her ex um and he's very successful for a 26 year old he writes he writes so yeah, just very, I'm trying not to. He, yeah, so very trying successful. to be vague, not doing trying very well. Vague. He's very successful. He has enough money. That's, yeah, so, so that's all you need to say. Unfortunately, the entirety of the relationship, she wasn't exactly great and was doing whatever the fuck she wanted with whoever the fuck she wanted. Um, but it's gotten to the point now where they've been broken up for five years. She's dated other people. She's currently swaying the other way, and he still pays her a sum of money as kind of a retainer for... But for why? For uh, a cool girl kind of retainer. Oh. So she, so she gets like a monthly allowance. pimping her out to himself. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know who is the one that's in the wrong there. Like, I don't... Like, they both should be smarter than that. Yeah, so he's got his ex from five years ago. On retainer. I mean, is she smart or is she an arsehole? I can't she's tell. She's an arsehole. But I think she's also kind of smart. Nah, man. She's just an arsehole. But was she dating him for his money in the first place? Um, was there no. ever love there? <laughs> Probably not. Um, but no, 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 she wasn't dating because he became successful after the relationship ended. Okay, so that's okay. I can well, but that's it's a weird scenario. But it's yeah. she's not a massive asshole. So she's not dating for money then, but she's definitely clinging on for the money now. Yeah, she definitely got used to the money. Got used to the money. Got used to the fact it's oh, I need something. I'll just call such and such. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate because I'm friends with him and I don't like him seeing getting used like that because she's off doing whatever she wants and treating him with no respect and was for the entirety of the relationship. Yeah, there's that. There's also another side of it of, like, he should know better. Yeah. Like he should be smarter than that. If he's smart enough to have the kind of money that he has, he should be smarter than that. Yeah. So maybe he's fully aware of it and maybe he's just like, well, I've got nothing else to do with it, so I may as well give it to her and get a little bit – maybe he's playing her. Yeah. Like, you don't – I think that's a, that's a weird one because I think they're both playing each other. Mm. They both think they're playing each other. Yeah. But really, they're both being played. Yeah. Ooh. Talk about toxic. Yeah. <laughs> Takes two to tango, baby. <laughs> Britney Spears was right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that that's that little scenario. But that being said, not saying, oh, no, nah, because I like to think more of myself than that. Not saying I would date for money. But, like, and I've said this in podcasts before, but, like, there's a good price on everything. There's a lot you would do for money, but you yeah. wouldn't necessarily pretend to love someone for money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that we had that conversation recently of um, 
I just went to say his name again. Fuck my life. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. <laughs> this is going to be very hard. Um, <laughs> like he – no, I'm joking. Um, so we had the conversation as well. He's Chances are he's going to be a very successful man. Yeah. Chances are. And he said to me the other day, he's like, I'm glad that you came around now before because I think if you – if I got into a relationship once I was already like already successful and already had money, it would be in the back of my mind the whole time. Of is this what this is? Is she is with me for the money or is she yeah. with me for love? Yeah. And like the little things of me going to cook him dinner or me being supportive of his 4 a.m. wake-ups. I have been awake since 4 o'clock this morning, guys. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> um, be Yeah, being supportive of that stuff and like supporting him rather than – like actively putting in the work, like he yeah. knows that I'm not in it for the success that he will have in the future. Yeah. But I think that that's like a big thing is a lot of successful women and males, uh, if they're not actually doing that scenario we just talked about where yeah. they're both playing each other, yeah. I can tend to resent their partners because they think that they're there for money. It's actually really funny. My ex, would, it was the running joke because for a while there when I worked at um, – when I worked at Dracula's, you didn't make a lot of money. It yeah. was like four or five hour shifts. Granted, the base rate was higher than anywhere I'd ever worked, but it was because you didn't work that much. Yeah. Um, and when I worked there, he supported a lot of us. So he, you know, was 60, 40 with the food. He was paying that a little bit more in rent, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but the running joke was always just waiting for me to b- become successful. Yeah. Just waiting for you to get famous. Yeah, waiting for me to get famous. Oh. Then, I, then he can be like a stay-at-home dad and I'll buy him a motorcycle. And that was like the running consistent joke. Yeah. Like, bro, you're going to be fucking waiting a hot minute. One, we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So. <laughs> How much time you got? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, nah, so I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then lucky last, if you don't have any more example of toxic scenarios. Oh, I have a massive well, example. but Okay, maybe not lucky last. But the other thing, I, I led with rappers because I think that's like – like, think of all those guys that sing all of those, like, rap all those songs. Like, yeah. all those rappers where they're like, my bitch has got this, that, the other, you know, yeah. whatever kind of thing. That. But the Gold Coast version, <laughs> the old fuckboy. <laughs> yeah. That's just toxic in itself. Don't go for fuckboys. Don't go for rappers. You are, not, for a, rappers. You are not a Kardashian, bitch. It will not work. <laughs> Can't pretend to be black. Like, yeah. yeah. No, well, not just that. Like, like. They're notorious. They're literally known for being the worst kind of men. Yeah. So don't expect them to be anything but the worst kind of men. Yeah. If they shock you and they're a nice man, fabulous. But that's one in a million. Yeah. They're literally, their lifestyle is, Mm -hmm. I am the worst kind of man. Yeah. Like it's written on their fucking, it's on their album cover. Yeah, it's on their mixtape. It's on their like. mixtape. <laughs> I am the worst kind of man. They yeah. probably say it in the fucking thing. And the Gold Coast has a lot of them. Ours are called DJs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. But like. You'll find them in Emily's work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find them in Emily's bedroom, pre previous partner. Um, yeah. Um, so that's my piece of get out the fuck. Get out the fuck. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that one. Well, trauma. <laughs> Story. This was my first toxic relationship. So I was 18 and he was near and on 30. The only reason a 30-year-old dates an 18-year-old is because no one his own age will date him. And I stand by that. And you got that tight-ass pussy. 
I do got that tight ass pussy. So yeah, he did take my virginity. So it was a very tight ass pussy. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's what they tell you. Anyway, they say they're in it because you're young and fun, and they you keep them youthful, and you're so tight and muscle. Because they're a predator. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so so it was I wouldn't say toxic off the bat, but this man, you know, I went I went came up here for schoolies, and mm. I I. Again, was innocent as fuck. He took my virginity, gave him no reason to believe that I was the kind of person to sleep with other people at all. Um, And he sparked fights the entire time I was up here just for the sake of it. He was one of those people that sparks a fight, so you pay them attention. That's weird. Yeah. I don't get it. No. So did that. Um, Did that on an entire relationship. Whenever I'd go out with girls, hardly ever went out. Whenever I'd go out, would find some reason to argue with me, some reason to spark a fight. What I was wearing, what I was doing, thinking I was sleeping with other people. Keep in mind I was with this man for a year and a half. So probably... How many times does six seconds fit into a year and a half? Is, is that the same guy? Yeah. The one that lasted six seconds and then rolled over and started snoring? That's how I lost my virginity, yeah. Yeah. You idiot. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, I'm aware, all right? Young, dumb, naive. So um, we were out in town one night and again... Shouldn't go out with a man like that because, unfortunately, he just wants every reason to argue with you. Mm. We're out in town. We're all drunk. Um, his car was at my girlfriend's place um, and he lived down south, so in Adelaide, down the highway. Yep. Um, I'd gone outside. I'd left him in the club. Now, at that point, I didn't – when I got drunk, I didn't like people around me. I got quite, like, social anxiety. Yeah. When he was drunk, he wanted to be all over me. Yeah. So it kind of didn't work. We're in the middle of a nightclub. I'm getting, like, fucking social anxiety because he's trying to be all over me and I can't deal with it. Yeah. I've gone outside for a breather. While we're out there, my girlfriend runs into a friend of hers. He was like, ha-ha, mid-conversation, I've got no money, opened his wallet to be like, I've got no money. It was just mid-conversation. This is when my ex came out, my first ever partner came out. Um, And he thought it was a drug deal. Fast forward 20 minutes, we are having a screaming match in the middle of Hindley Street, which is like Sydney's King Cross in Adelaide. An absolute screaming match because I'm having to convince this man that I was not buying drugs off of someone I didn't know. Don't I'd never touched drugs in my life at 18. Also, by the way, I 100% guarantee he was doing all of the drugs all of the time. Yeah. So, like, what? A, even if you were, he gives a flying fuck. Yeah. So, screaming match at this point. Anyway, I'm crying. I'm that bitch in Hindley Street having a screaming match with her boyfriend wearing fuck all clothing. Like, that was me. It was the... Lowest of the low that I've ever been on a night out. You were the memes. Yeah. Got into a taxi, got back to his car. Not home, his car. At this point, my dumb ass was like, we'll drive home. Wasn't he drunk? Yeah. Silly goose. It's very silly goose. Down the highway, 100 k's an hour. So we're screaming much down the highway at 100 k's an hour. Like, for how, many, for how many times do I need to tell you I was not buying drugs? And he looked me dead in the eyes and said, you know what? slammed on the brakes and we went straight into the like the metal thing on the side of the road on the highway at 100 k's now and bounced back into the middle of the highway at like two o'clock in the morning jesus christ and he's gotten out the car slammed the door and walked around to my side and i've never been more scared in my life because i thought i was about to get ripped out of the car yeah and he's just gone and sat in the bushes on the side of the highway to breathe and left me in the car crying with the fucked up front end of the car in the middle of the highway. 
lucky he didn't kill you both. So many variables. Like, what if there was a car behind us and we went straight back into another car going 100 miles an hour? What if we'd hit it at the wrong angle and the airbags went off? What if there wasn't a banister there and we went straight off the side of the fucking highway? Mm. My dumbass stayed in that relationship for another six months because he loved me and he's sorry and he wanted to be with me and blah, 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 blah. And he believes me now that I wasn't buying drugs for the first time that I would have ever touched drugs. And all of this happened because I didn't want anyone around me and I didn't give him attention for five and a half seconds when we were out and he got jealous. That was my first toxic relationship. That, that was just that, – that is the ultimate toxic. Yeah. And that night after the car accident, he spooned me and cried as he fell asleep, even though I was the one that just had to go through that. I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> there is so many – yeah, there is so many things wrong with that. Things wrong with that scenario. Yeah. Jesus Christ. In that sense, takes two to toxic, but I was not toxic. I was 18. I was fresh out of the pond. I was young, dumb, and naive. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the ex that I was talking about, whereas if he says all of his exes were crazy, you're looking at the fucking common denominator. And we have come full circle. <laughs> yep, come full circle. <laughs> he didn't, though, unless it was in six seconds. Start to finish, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I bet he couldn't come full circle. Um, yeah, that's probably a Wow. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say to you after that. Yeah, that was my wow moment. That's probably a good place to wrap up. Um, this the personification of toxic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, wow, what a crazy person. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, good chat. Good chat. <laughs> good vibes. I don't know what to say. I literally good vibes. Like, no, what you need to say is, Steph. You're a dumb cunt for staying in the relationship. Yeah, well, there's that. In fairness, we had a flight to Bali booked for like three weeks later and I'd already paid for it all. Of course, I was still going to go on the holiday. It's just unfortunate that I ended up staying with him after that. Yeah, yeah. What's your excuse for the other five months? I just went on holiday with him and all of a sudden everything For five months. (laughs) Yeah, me, absent. I went on a mental holiday. Yeah. I checked out. Yeah, yeah. just needed cuddles and that's where that ends. Oh, lordy, lordy, lord. Um, Well, that's probably a good place to wrap that one up. Um, Yeah, send us all your feedback and... Are you enjoying just the two of us? I don't know what's going on, people. Or if you want to be on the podcast, come join us because at the moment we're uh, struggling to find people that are free like tomorrow. We're just free ever because <laughs> it's December and everyone's lives are insane exactly. right now. Um, yeah, so you've got just us for the next couple of weeks because just Busy. December is fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's lucky that you've even got us at this point, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, Make sure you um, share with your friends, like, follow, subscribe, all that on kind of all stuff. all of the things. Okay, but seriously, podcast on Instagram. Um, there may or may not be a TikTok that might pop up in the there next few days. There is now a TikTok that's going to pop up. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully we can get more content out to you guys over the next couple of weeks. Yes, and on Spotify and iTunes. That's someone asked me the other day. He's like, you always drop your on everything, but what's the everything? Do you even podcast, bro? Do you even listen, bro? No, he does listen because he gave me a tip on Dallas. So then why did he ask the question? I don't know. 
It's but now I can use my vibrator again, so I wasn't asking questions. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, I don't know how Google does it, but whatever the Google one is. Um, and it's on Podbean because that's the um, that's the host platform. So you can get it there if you can't get it anywhere else, um, if you don't have iPhone or well, Spotify's don't. on everything, right? Get Spotify. Stop being little bitches. No, I'm joking. <laughs> There's an argument about Apple Music. No, cunts. It's Spotify. No, I, I listen to podcasts on Apple on um, Apple like podcasts. Yeah. However, you have little to no excuse for not having Spotify. <laughs> that's my that's my answer to you right there. Done. Just go to Spotify. Face was just cuddles. Yeah, I cuddled a lot of men at one time. Hey, but it's a mentality. Like I was a fuck boy, and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past? <laughs> is the question she's trying to. Ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, got the breakfast and talk about them. There's no. But sometimes I put like an emoji next to it to kind of.